Asia-Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia-Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. On Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Community Radio 3CR. This is Asia Pacific Currents and I'm Giselle Hanna taking you through to 9.30 this morning. Thank you to Annie McLaughlin for another stellar solidarity breakfast um, program this morning. Of course, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. If you want to find us, the best way to do that is on social media. So look us up on Facebook and Twitter. Just type in AAWL2, the search engine. But if you did want to want to send us an email, you can do that. AAWL at AAWL.org.au. Coming up on today's program, a bit of a uh, a slower morning than usual. So we're not going to have a feature interview for today. So a little bit of news and then some music for the morning. It has been, as always, a tumultuous week in the region. So we're going to kick off in Palestine where some settlers have unleashed a pogrom in Palestine. Israeli settlers with the support of the Israeli army and several senior members of the Israeli government this week ran rampant attacking Palestinians in Huara and other areas in the Nablus district. The settlers burnt cars and other property and fired live ammunition at Palestinians causing at least one death while the Israeli army protected them. Settlers attacked the town of Huara with knives, metal bars, rocks and firearms claiming that one of its residents was responsible for shooting a settler. The violence was backed by several members of the Israeli parliament, including senior members of the Netanyahu government. The finance minister, Belazel Smotrich, openly called for genocide, stating that Huara should be wiped off the map. Nearly 400 Palestinians have been reported as injured in the attacks. Moving now to China, where a coal mine has collapsed, killing six people and where another 50 are missing. An open-cut coal mine in China's inner Mongolian region collapsed last Friday, killing at least six workers and burying close to 50. Chinese media has not given any more updates on the progress of the rescue operation since last week. Last year, 518 miners were killed at workplace incidents in China. While the Chinese government sees this as an improvement from two decades ago, when the death toll was roughly 6,000 a year, The incident and the dramatic footage that's been circulating of the collapse highlight the continuing safety issues faced by workers across China. In recent months, as covered by Asia-Pacific Currents, several industries have taken strike action over safety in the workplace, particularly in the electronic manufacturing industry. I'm going to go to some community announcements and a track, a song, and then we'll have more news and current affairs from the Asia-Pacific region. If you're a charity or community group looking for office space or a co-working space, Ross House has rooms of different sizes available, from 15 metres squared to 100 metres squared, at affordable prices. 
Many charity groups already call Ross House home, so if you're interested in joining a vibrant community or working towards social justice and environmental sustainability, please visit rosshouse.org.au or contact reception during office hours on 9 1599. Ross House is a 3CR supporter. Justice Commission is the first formal truth-telling inquiry into injustice experienced by First Peoples in Victoria. From Monday, February 27 to Friday, March 10, Uruk is holding public hearings with First Peoples witnesses who have experienced injustice in the child protection and criminal justice systems. You can watch the hearings online or make a submission at urukjusticecommission.org. A 3CR supporter. It is nine minutes past nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. This is Asia Pacific Currents and I'm Giselle Hanna. That track you just heard was The Parting Glass by The Pogues. We're going to continue with news from around the region and we head to the Philippines. And the extent of Duterte-sanctioned murders have finally been revealed. During the presidency of Rodrigo Duterte, between 12,000 and 30,000 Filipinos, mostly young men from poor backgrounds, were murdered as part of state-sanctioned violence emanating from Duterte's war on drugs policy. Now, more evidence is coming to light 
of the extent of the killing, including the misreporting of deaths as due to illness or the tampering with bodies after death to fit a narrative of self-defence. One of the Philippines' only forensic pathologists has been examining the remains of several victims of Duterte's campaign and reporting finding bullets inside people who supposedly died of natural causes. The Philippines does not have a law that requires autopsies after violent deaths and most of the victims' families were too poor to afford an autopsy. The Filipino government is currently campaigning against an investigation by the International Criminal Court regarding the state-sanctioned killings, making these findings all the more important. And in Malaysia, there's pressure on that country to investigate deaths of migrants in detention. In 2022, 150 migrants detained by the immigration authorities in Malaysia died in custody. Among these 150 victims were 25 women and 7 children. The Malaysian government, which currently detains around 18,000 migrants, many of whom have fled repression by the military junta in region in the um, region neighbour Myanmar, has not responded to the calls other than to confirm that the number of those killed is accurate. Malaysia is one of the few countries not to recognise refugees and conditions for foreigners detained for not having a permit are appalling. Detention centres are overcrowded and unhygienic and detainees have limited access to food, clean water and medical care. We're going to go to some more community announcements and um, music and then the final couple of stories to round out our news from around the region. Australia Day. I said, how about March 8th? That's a good one. And we can do it on your nan's grave. Oh, we can piss up, piss on the face. <laughs> Get rid up and burn out like Mark Skates. <laughs> the screaming love or the leave it. I got more reason to be a riff. You can believe it. Want salute a constitutional. Who's underneath it? Turn that flag to a noose. Put a cease to your breathing. I can't get on my whip. I get a ticket for that. I get a DWB. And that's a drop in my spot. I turn the other chick. I get a knife on my back. And I tell them it hurts. They say I overreact. So fuck that. Wanna celebrate anything but survival Nah, you watching telly for The Bachelor But wouldn't read a book about a fuckload of massacres what? I remember all the blood and what carried us They remember 20 recipes for lamingtons Yeah, yeah. their ancestors got a boat ride Both minds saw them coming until they both died Fuck celebrating 
Days made of misery. Why I still got the black history. And that turtle get you banned from the parliament. If you ain't having a conversation, well, then we starting it. You can call it what you want, but it just don't mean a thing. No, it just don't mean a thing. Fuck them, honey. You can tell me with your flesh, but it don't mean a thing to me. No, it just don't mean a thing. No, it just don't mean a thing. I just don't mean a thing. No, it just don't mean a thing. I just don't mean Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, diversity and inclusion and much, much more. It's free to access the library, so check out the collection at www.commonslibrary.org. Common Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. If you or someone you care for is struggling with a mental illness or other disability and you need someone to talk to, you can call the Wellways Helpline. Wellways Helpline is a volunteer support and referral service that provides information to people experiencing mental health issues or other disabilities, as well as their family, friends and carers. We're here to talk if you are feeling socially isolated, seeking information about mental health or mental health services, or just need someone to talk to. As a peer-based service, everyone working at Wellways Helpline has a lived experience of mental health issues or disability. Wellways Helpline is a national service and operates Monday to Friday, 9am to 9pm, excluding public holidays. So if you're struggling yourself or are struggling to help someone else, please call Wellways Helpline on 1300 500. That's 1300 500. Wellways supports 3CR. United, never be defeated. Work is united, we'll overcome. Work is united, never be defeated. Work is united, we'll overcome. Work is united, never be defeated. We are the people who make things run. Work is united, never be defeated. Protect your rights that were hard fought and won. Autonomy. We are the engines of the economy. Those who are poor are in a minority. Shout 
let it out Cause we want equality You can make a difference to help fix the world All you have to do is believe in yourself We celebrate our great diversity This is the strength of workers' solidarity Workers united, never be defeated We are the people who make things right Workers united, never be cheated Protect your rights that were hard fought in one We feel the pain of workplace injury Bosses who think our lives are cheap Make them feel the pain of worker solidarity Stand up, unite, don't turn your cheek Fight for the right for fair compensation Fight for the right for better education Equality, dignity, justice for all We want it now and we'll have it all Power to the people That's a corporation Boot politicians the right for self-determination Help put an end to casualisation Stand up and fight to return job security Each to the need from each their ability Don't let them chip away our civil liberty Fight with the power of workers' unity Workers united, never be defeated We are the people who make things run Workers United, never be cheated. Protect your rights that were hard fought and won. Workers United, never be defeated. Workers United, we'll overcome. Workers United, never be defeated. Workers United, we'll overcome. Today, uh, many thousands of workers coming off jobs, stopping work to come down and protest the fact that ordinary people are not being given a say in their future.
met a man with time in his eyes. He was so tired all the time. But he laughed at life as he picked up his flag and he said, Gonna fight for the world just one more time. Choices come your way when you're marching down the street. Come to the crossroads of your life. Follow your heart, follow your feet. Sometimes you gotta stand, sometimes you gotta fight. It's 24 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. The tracks you heard in that last bracket were Workers United by a group called IEYE and Cry Freedom by Charcoal Club. I'm going to go to the last couple of um, uh, uh, stories from the region uh, and then some tracks to conclude the show. Uh, We're going to head to Iran where more workers have been arrested for union activities. Union officials have reported that several members of the Free Union of Iranian Workers have been arrested in the central Iranian city of Isfahan in recent days. Workers at the Isfahan steel factory have been on strike since February 25, demanding better conditions and that their wage arrears be paid. The exact number of workers who have been detained is difficult to determine as the arrests have occurred across the different departments of the company and due to Iran's opaque legal system, meaning that the police and courts often don't acknowledge that an arrest has taken place. Workers at the Isfahan steel factory had taken industrial action on several occasions since last summer. It's believed that the recent escalation of arrests reflect the government's unease over the instability caused by the strong women's rights protest movement that sprung up across the country since last September. Iranian law does not recognise independent labour unions. And in Australia, uh, the ban silica stone bench tops because of silicosis campaign is in full swing. 
Well, the government has responded to pressure from unions regarding the extent of lung diseases caused by cutting silica stone for use in household kitchen and bathroom benchtops and has ordered Safe Work Australia, a government statutory agency, to fast-track a ban on the product. Construction union CFMEU had given the government an ultimatum stating that they will ban the use of silica stone products on their work sites in mid-2024 if the government failed to act. There is estimated to be up to 100,000 cases of silicosis in Australia at the moment and more than half a million workers are exposed to the dust of cut silica stone each year. The industry then manufactures the stone, is currently lobbying against the ban although the CFMEU has stood by their promise to act even if the government won't. And that is the news from around the region. And that does bring us to the end of Asia Pacific Currents for another Saturday morning. Please join me next Saturday for more news and current affairs from the Asia Pacific region.